Welcome to episode 99 of the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. If you trust me enough to tell me something, then you are going to have to trust my discretion with that information. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context. So glad we could spend some time together here. I want to talk to you about taking confidences. I think a lot of times we see a person that is willing to keep a secret as something that is of a very high value. And certainly somebody that knows how to use discretion is uh, somebody to be valued. The truth is that keeping secrets almost always ends bad for somebody if you really think about it. There are things that people say to you that are between you and them, and they need to stay between you and them, and you'll have to discern what they are. However, in a ministry situation, those things are extremely few and far between. When somebody comes to you and says, I want to tell you something, and you can't tell anybody You cannot agree to do that. It is absolutely unscriptural. It's unwise. It's uncovenantal to agree to that. Number one, you don't know what they're going to tell you. So how can you agree to such a thing? Secondly, most often when people are telling you that, they're looking for help and they don't want that just spread abroad They're trusting your discretion. And my line to those people and what I've taught the people around me is very simply this. When somebody comes to you and says, I want to share something with you, you have to say, then you're going to have to trust my discretion. And I've been in ministry 40 years. I remember two incidences between Penny and I where people wanted to tell us something and we said we cannot promise secrecy Uh, until we hear what you're going to say, and then you're going to have to trust our discretion. In 40 years between the two of us, there have been two incidents like that. And that person said, well, okay, then I'm not going to tell you. Well, you know what my feeling was, honestly? It wasn't worth telling, or it wasn't that important. I do not want to be put in a place of bondage where somebody tells me something, and I know there's action that needs to be taken, or even facts that need to be verified. Think about this. You know, the scripture is full of admonitions when you read the book of Proverbs about not receiving one person's side of the story. And I've seen a lot of damage done when a story or a set of facts is told that may not be a lie, but it may be a perspective that that person is sharing uh, that is not entirely accurate. It's just based on their version of it. And there needs to be an ability sometimes in a body life situation where you've got to verify something that was said or done. And if you've sworn yourself to secrecy, you've put yourself in a real jam. Okay. I believe secrecy almost always ends up bad. Secondly, when you take that on, what you're doing is you're exalting yourself above your team. If you become a person where people think they can dump things on you, what you're communicating without realizing it, very unintentional in most cases, is that somehow you have the ability 
of yourself to pray, to seek God, to give wisdom. And the truth is, many times there are things that come to us where we need a Moses. You know, that's what Moses, uh, his father-in-law said to him, you know, if they get a hard inquiry, then bring it to Moses. And so, you know, one of the things I trained the people around me in was, if you're going to be part of our team, you cannot take confidences. You've got to sign out, off on that. Now, that doesn't mean every time you hear something, you've got to run and share it with somebody else. But there are times where you've got to share that with another team member, if for no other reason to know how to give counsel. And that doesn't mean you've got to run back to the person who told you something and say, you know, Joe or Mary told me this, but, you know, that you have somebody that's safe that you can bounce something off of. You may know somebody that knows something more about that situation or a situation that may be similar to that, somebody that may have some history, some experience, some anointing, some wisdom in a certain situation. And you can offer that ministry to them, or sometimes you can direct them to that person. You could say, look, why don't you go see Jack and talk to him about this, because this is something that's really in his wheelhouse. You know, that that's that's part of what he does. So you can't put yourself in bondage because it will eventually cause division. You know, you're sitting around in a room and you're praying and you're seeking God with your leadership team, you know, for your business or or for your uh, church and in and, and three people in that room have hidden confidences they've taken uh, that are like a like a stumbling block. They're like a wall that's up between that team. Here's what I told the people around me that I had given delegated leadership in ministry to as elders, as deacons, as small group leaders, as ministry heads, as representatives of the ministry uh, of the church in any way. Anything I ask you about a conversation, if I ask you, you have to have a clear conscience to tell me what happened in that conversation. That's on the front end. When they're set into that position, your leader needs to know that whatever they ask you, that you will give them a complete and thorough and honest answer. And you need to have a clear conscience and understand that that is totally appropriate to do. That that leader, the ultimate responsible party, not only has the right, but has the responsibility to inquire. And those people that you're caring for and they're caring for together uh, need to have that kind of a conduit uh, between their leaders. So you need to make it very clear. And uh, by the way, you'll just gain credibility with people and they understand how you operate. There might be that one person in a thousand who is not going to tell you something. And by the way, you'll find this to be a true statement. I don't know what the data is, but most of the time, I would say 99%, but I'm just making that number up. Most of the time when somebody comes to you and tells you something and you can't tell somebody else, they've already told somebody else. There's somebody else that already knows about it. In very rare circumstances, are you the only one that's ever told? And actually, those circumstances are probably the ones because they're extreme, they're critical, where that information is just shared with a very particular person that you might happen to be, that you may need to get them help. There may be a violation that's done against them or, or a threat or something, and they really need 
to have you go to bat for them and not be in bondage, not be emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually tied up so that you cannot go to somebody. Now, if you want to go to that person, let's say right now you've already taken confidence. What I would do is I would go back to that person and say, you know, you told me something. And I've had people do this, and it's usually worked pretty good. And, uh, you know, I unwittingly agreed not to say anything, but I am asking you to release me from that vow, release me from that judgment. Uh, I can't bear the burden of this. I really need to talk to somebody else about it. Uh, or I'm going to insist that you do. Okay, now there's there can be a positive out. I'm going to insist that you do. And I'm going to check with that person and make sure that you do. And it may be talking to the pastor, it may be talking to a lawyer, it may be talking to a, a doctor, it may be talking to somebody else in the body. And you're going to say, look, I'm going to verify that you've done that. So you don't always have to be the person that's carrying it out, but you want to make sure that they are going to get the help they need that affects them personally. And of course, the, the bigger picture is they may tell you something that has other players and other personalities involved, especially in church life, where that needs to have some equitable judgment. It needs to have some righteousness. Uh, it needs to have some biblical uh, understanding of how to resolve that situation. So do not take confidences as a badge, okay? Uh, it's really not a good thing. And I would stay away from it. And I would train the people around you to stay away from it. And by the way, if there's somebody in your group that doesn't agree with that, you got to work that through with them because you can't build with the person who believes they can hold information out that you may need. You need to be able to say to them about any given situation, tell me what you know, tell me about that conversation. This is how healthy redeeming groups of leadership work. Hey, this is Keith Tusi. Great to be with you. Share this podcast with somebody. I'm sure there's somebody. It will be a blessing to you. God bless. Today, Keith had a discussion on keeping secrets or holding confidences. Keeping secrets almost always ends badly for someone. It puts you in a position of having to have all of the answers. If someone trusts you enough to share information with you, then they need to trust your discretion with that information. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at innerpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at Inner Pastors. See you next week.